0: comes not, except to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you might have and enjoy life, life in abundance until it overflows. Discover how to live the abundant life in Christ through the ministry of Pastor Oseyao Afuakwa. Pastor Afuakwa is the general overseer of Faith House Charismatic Chapel International, a thriving ministry in Kumase, Ghana. God has commissioned him to preach and teach the word of faith for people to know God better, live life better, and Impacts their world better. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to live a life of all round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. God bless you as you listen.
1: Pray without season. Pray without season. Ephesians six eighteen. He said, "Praying always with all prayers and supplication in the spirit, and watching thereunto, with all perseverance and supplication for all saints." Praying always. Somebody say, "Praying always." Prayin always. Say it aloud. Praying always. Prayin always. So we are to pray without what season. We are to pray always. Jesus also added something to this. He says in Luke chapter eighteen verse one, he spake a parable unto this end to say unto them, men ought to always pray. Somebody say always pray, always. or shouted always pray. Always. Said men ought to always pray and not to faint. So we establish that a life of consistent prayer is God's expectation of every child of His. Every child of God, you don't have an option but to pray. In fact, Jesus said, my house shall be called the house of prayer. Amen. And in the New Testament, we are the temple of a living God. That to, is to say that literally your body is supposed to be a body of prayer. Receive the grace to live a prayer for life. Amen. But because over the period we have not understood prayer from a biblical perspective... Most people don't have that habit of prayer. Now, if you understood that you ought to pray always, you ought to pray without fainting, you ought to pray without ceasing, then every day of your life shall be a day of prayer for you. But if you check our lives consistently, you see that that is not the case with a number of people. And it's because people have just understood prayer to mean a platform for the meeting of our needs. But yesterday, we established that the primary purpose of prayer is fellowship. Somebody say fellowship. fellowship. Oh, can somebody say fellowship? fellowship. Say fellowship. fellowship. Where you go to God and all you are doing is that my worship, receive my worship. I've not come to ask. I've not come to demand anything. All I've come is to lavish my love on you. Am i Am not complicating somebody at all? Now, that is prayer. Prayer is not, uh, uh, Lord, give me, give me, give me, give me. My name is Jimmy. Lord, give me. No, listen. <laughs> That's not prayer. Praise God. I mean, it's not like, it's not prayer. But that is not the sole purpose of prayer. In fact, the more you mature in your work with God, the less of give me, give me. Amen? The less of what? Give me, give me. Praise God. Because the more you mature, in your walk with God, the more accurately you design the will of God. And when you discern the will of God appropriately, by the time you get into his will, the resources you need to accomplish his will are available. So you will not even be praying for the needs to be met. The needs are already met before you get there. Am I communicating somebody? Very important. So yesterday we established that in order to live a life of consistent fellowship with God, we need to create a time of prayer with God. And apart from that, we must learn to pray all, everywhere and at all times. Somebody say everywhere. everywhere. At all times. I know that you wake up and you move from your hall. And you come, to your room, move from your bedroom and you come to your hall to pray. But when you have a visitor in the hall and you come pray there, nothing stops you from praying at the, that place. Praise God. You can sit on it and by the time you come out of it, you have said the fellowship with God. Can somebody give me an amen? amen. Some of you go there, you, you are just looking at the ceiling. <laughs> Praise God. That's a good time to fellowship. You can fellowship with God under the shower. You can fellowship with God while in traffic, driving to work. You can fellowship with God at any time. Thank God He's everywhere. In the book of Timothy, it says that I would a men pray everywhere. Somebody say everywhere. 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 Everywhere is a prayer place. Oh, pastor, where I live, it's not very convenient. You can't get to a place. You don't want to pray. If you really want to pray, you have too many places to pray. Please take your seat. I want to look at what over the years we have consistently seen prayer to be. But it's one of the secondary purposes of prayer. And that is. The second purpose of prayer is for the meeting of our personal needs, desires, and expectations. Somebody say, our personal needs, desires, and expectations. Yes. Say, our personal, our personal needs. Say, my personal needs, desires, and expectations. Yes. Now, now, God cares so much about you that he told you in First Peter 5 verse 7 that cast all your cares upon him. Don't carry any. You know, people who worry—people who worry are those who refuse to cast their cares on God. When you cast all your cares on Him, worry loses its place in your life. Worry loses its place. They care for a child. They care for a husband. They care for a wife. They care for a job. All of it. Cast it all. Casting first Peter five seven. Casting all your cares. Casting all your care upon him. For he cared for you. Say God cares. God cares. Say my God cares. my God cares. He cares. In the book of Matthew 7.7. 7, he said ask and he shall be given. Seek and he shall find. Knock and he shall be opened unto you. And I like this verse 8. For everyone that asketh receive it. Everyone that asketh. May you receive tonight. Yeah. May you receive this month. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Everyone that asked it, receive it. That means that God never holds anybody's prayer to ransom. Praise God. If you are prayed and He has come to His table, it will be attended to. This month, that expectation shall be attended to. Amen. I said this very month, it shall be attended to. Amen. Let your amen be filled with faith. Amen. Let your amen be liberated from Kosyoko. In the name of Jesus. Very important. Everyone that asketh, receive it. This man, everyone asking shall receive. John 16, 24. He said, hitherto you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you shall receive. That your joy may be full. You have full joy this month. You have full joy this month. You see, there is joy in spite of. And there is full joy. There are times where you are joyful because what you are looking for has not come but You are just joyful in your spirit. But there is joy that also comes when you have received the result of what you desire. And this month, you will not only be joyful in the spirit. Amen. You will receive the joy of answered prayer. Amen. You will receive the joy of answered prayer amen. in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Even before this week is over, answers are coming to you. Amen. Can somebody give me a believer? amen? amen. So, how do we pray in such a way that our desires will always be granted? Number one, if you are going to pray in order for your desires and the needs of your heart to be met. First, you must ensure that your desires are in sync with God's word. Make sure your desires are in sync with God's word. It synchronizes with God's word. The Bible says in Mark chapter 11 verse 24, he said, Therefore, I say unto you, whatsoever you desire. <laughs> a very powerful thing there. Whatsoever. Somebody say whatsoever. So, Whatsoever. Whatsoever you desire. When you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. <laughs> I like it when he says, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. There's a difference between receive and have them. Believe that you receive them and you have them. You see, you receive that thing before you have. Oh, can somebody say an amen? amen. Did you see that there? Eh? You receive it before you have. Most people pray. They receive it, but they never have it. They never have it. <laughs> they have received that thing. At, at what point do you receive it when God delivers it? At what point do you have it when your faith brings it into your hands? not communicating here? Very important. Whatsoever you desire, believe when you pray, believe that you shall receive them and you have them. It's not just desire in vain, because in the book of James, James chapter four, verse two and three say, "You are jealous and covet what others have, and your desires go unfulfilled, so you become murderous. To hate is to murder." As far as your hearts are concerned, you burn with envy and anger and are not able to obtain the gratification, the contentment, and the happiness that you seek. So you fight a war you do not have because you do not ask. Or you do ask for God for them and yet fail to receive because you ask with wrong purpose and evil, selfish motives your intention is when you get what you desire to spend it in sensual pleasures. In sensual pleasures. So you see, he says, whatsoever you desire, when you pray about them, believe it. But he's also guiding your desire. Oh, wonderful. Whatsoever I desire, I desire Dr. Ray as my husband. You You are too late. You are too late. That's a wrong desire said, a demonic desire. The man married like three or four years ago. Let me show you a good person to desire, Dr. Ken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Praise God. Whatsoever you desire. Whatsoever. Whatsoever. Whatsoever you desire. So the first thing is that, you see, don't desire it and pray that God will fit it in his will. No. Make sure that what you desire is consistent with the will of God. What is the will of God? The word of God. If you are sick, there is no debate about it that the will of God is for you to be healed. That's why every weakness in your body is cursed. In the name of Jesus. I speak life and health to your body. There's no doubt about it. The Bible says, let the beauty of the Lord God be upon us, and establish thou the work of our hands. He said, establish thou the work of our hands. So, God's will is for you to prosper. And one channel by which he prospers you is the work of your heart. So, when you pray about your business, Lord, this man give me record sales. That is a legitimate desire. Am I communicating somebody? That's vital. You are finished school, sitting down, moving up and down, nothing to do. When in this fast you engage God, Lord, my se- national service is over. I don't want August to pass without getting a miracle job. But at the end of this month, help me find my miracle job. Let the angels of God guide me to my miracle job. Wherever the job is, I call it forth. Now, now that, that's a legitimate desire. Why? Because the Bible said the hands that will not work should not eat. It must be consistent with the word of God. A lot of us sometimes pray, and we just pray our emotions. Listen, God is not moved by your emotions. What moves God to on your case is his word you bring to him on the matters that concerns your life. God responds to his word. He said, my word is that which shall go forth. It shall not return to me for but it shall accomplish the purpose. So every word spoken has a purpose to accomplish. When you locate the right word, you stand on it on the altar of prayer, God has no choice but to deliver it to, it, to you. In First John five, verse 14, he said, and this is the confidence that we have, that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. For you to receive him as fair, he heareth us. And if we know, verse 15, if we know he heareth us, verse 15, please, if we know he hears us, whatsoever we ask we know that we have Can we, have you seen have you seen how you are going to have it the other one he said whatsoever it is desire, when you pray believe that you receive them and shall have them he says if you are going to have them it must be consistent with his will yeah. that's why ignorance about the word of god what the provisions of scripture concerning the needs of your life is deadly you have not begun prayer Until you have located what God says concerning those issues of your life. Can somebody give me an amen? Amen. Number two, believe in God's ability and willingness to grant the desires of your heart. Believe in it. Somebody went to Jesus in Matthew chapter 9 verse 29 and 20. 29 and 28 and 29. Matthew 9. When he had come down into the house, a blind man came to him and said to him, Do you believe that I am able to do this? They said to him, Yes, Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he turned their eyes. He said, "According to your faith, let it be unto you." Somebody say, "Believe." believe. Say, believe. "Believe." Believe, believe. You must believe. Once his word says it, and you believe it, it must be delivered. Believe that God is able to do it. He went to, He said, "I want to see." He said, "You believe I can make you see." He said, "Yes, I believe." He said, "Why not? Receive your sight. Receive your job in Jesus' name. Yeah. Praise God." whatsoever you desire verse Mark eleven twenty two. he said 24 whatsoever you desire when you pray believe that you shall receive them and you shall have them believe the place of faith in prayer cannot be discounted in Matthew chapter 22 verse 21 verse 22 he said in all things whatsoever you ask in prayer believe in somebody say believe in yeah. Yeah, that's where Believing. 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 The place of the believing is a vital place. Believing. 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 Some people believe God is able to do it. But some people also don't believe that God is willing to do it. You know he can do it. That is his ability. You know he's ready to do it when you believe in his willingness. And he told us in Matthew chapter 7 verse 8. He says, for which of you Go to verse who everyone that asketh verse 8. Everyone that asketh, receive it, and he that seeketh find it, and he that knocketh shall be open unto you. Then he comes down, verse 9. He says, And what man is there of you of whom a son shall ask bread? Will he give him stone? Verse 10. He said, If he asks a fish, will he give him a serpent? Verse 11, He said, If you then be in evil, he's not talking about you now, praise God. Because you are not evil, you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Can somebody give me an amen here? Yeah, you are not evil. He said, if you then being evil, know how to give good gifts. So evil people can even give, give good gifts. They give it to trap you. They give it. A man who is just looking for you to have sex with you, he can just buy you a car. Praise God. He's an evil man. He wants your body. Take the car. He can give you something. But the ultimate objective is to get something out of you. Praise God. He said, Kind is a good thing, but the motive. If you been, if you know how to give good gift to your children, how much more shall the heavenly Father give good things? Every good thing under prayer expectation shall be delivered. Amen. In the name of Jesus, Amen. others have testified; you will testify also. Amen. Others have shared their testimony; you will share your own also. Amen. And then, of course, thank and praise God in faith for granting your desires. Thank God. Thank you. He says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. With thanksgiving. With thanksgiving. Once you put your expectation across, thanksgiving should be hyper. It should be what? Hyper. Abraham started not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. You know, what you need to receive your answer after you have presented your petition is faith. Do you know that? Do you know that? He said, whatsoever you ask in prayer, believe in. So faith. Now, how will faith be sustained? Because sometimes the moment you pray and the time is delivered to you, in between, some of us will lose our faith before the miracle happens. Praise God. How will you sustain your faith? That's where praise and thanksgiving takes over. You look at the issue and you thank God, Lord, I have my job this month. I thank you that I have record sales this month. I thank you that that closed door is open this month. Every satanic agent is cleared of the path. And I have my children. Am I communicating to somebody? My wife takes miracle seed this month. Am I communicating at all? Now, that's how you engage in faith. Stagger not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. You keep your faith alive because you can't take it without faith. And then number four, speak and act like you have received your petitions until it manifests. Somebody say, speak and act. Speak and act. You wake up in the morning dressed up. Where are you going? I'm going to work. Where is the work? Yeah, uh, I'm getting it. Praise God. I'm not communicating somebody here. You just sit down and waste your life. Get up in the morning, ready to go. The Bible says of Hannah, she used to cry. She called herself a woman of a sorrowful spirit. But one day she presented a petition, and the prophet of God sat by the altar and said, Go, the Lord grant thee thy request. And from that moment, Hannah refused to be a sorrowful woman. She used to say, I'm a woman of a sorrowful spirit. But when you read 1st. First Samuel chapter 1, verse 17 and 18. The Bible said, Then Eli said, Go in peace. And the Lord grant thee thy request. Now, that was Eli. Eli was man. But God has already said, "That Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and I will show you great and mighty things. With thou knowest not. If God said, When you call, he will answer. And you believe he has answered. Then you go and do what Hannah did. The Bible said, Hannah obeyed Eli's word. He, she had faith in Eli's word and went, in verse 18, the Bible said, and she went, let the handmaid find grace in the side. So the woman went and did it and her countenance was no more sad. when well, later on when he received a, she received a testimony, you know what she said? She said, God is a God of knowledge. And by him, actions are weighed first somewhere he said talk no more exceedingly proudly not let no arrogancy come out of your mouth for god is a god of knowledge by him actions are weighed praise god actions are weighed actions are do you believe you are getting your miracle child this year then start buying baby things praise god you are not sure of the sex you have so by uh, unisex material. Am I communicating here? No, that's how faith works. You are sitting down and say, I believe, Bahamese, I'll have my baby. You are taking no action to let the devil know you are taking your place. Am I communicating here? Yes. He said, God is a God of knowledge. Well, Hannah went and started, I won't cry again, I won't pray again, and she started singing and praising God. She turned my morning into dancing again. Waiting my sorrow I can't stay silent. I must sing for your joy has come. Oh, she started singing. I'm sure her neighbor spinning out, was mocking her. Look at this girl. What has happened to her? The Bible said, And then Ekanah knew Hannah, his wife. And the Lord remembered Hannah. God will remember you this time. I said, my God will remember you this time. Give me a believing amen then, of course, refuse to quit and wait patiently until you take delivery of your answers. Some of us quit too quickly. We quit too what? Quickly. We quit too quickly. In our walk of faith, quitters never win. In the book of Hebrews chapter 35, 11 verse 35, he says, Cast not away therefore your confidence, which has great recompense of reward. For you have need of patience, that after you have done the will of God, you shall obtain You might receive the promise. Now go to verse 37. He said, for yet a little while. Somebody say a little while. while. (laughs) And he that will come will come and not tarry. Verse 38. He said, now the just shall live by faith. Now if any man draw back, my soul shall not be upright in him. Then he says, but we are not of them that draw back in perdition. Am I communicating somebody here? Once you put it across, refuse to quit. One, you know it's covered in the will of God. Two, you have presented it in faith. Refuse to quit. Tell the devil. The devil will do all kinds of things to make you doubt that what God said is a lie. But you have to stand on the authority of the word of God and say, let, every, let God be true and let every man be a liar. God is not a man that you should lie, neither the son of man that you should repent. Has he said it and shall he not do it? Has he spoken it and shall he not make it good? You stand firm and you confess. You are prepared until you receive it. Praise God. God answers prayer. Somebody say, God answers prayer. God answers prayer. Most of the time, the, the missing link is either you or the devil. Praise God. Never blame unanswered prayer on God. He said, Let him ask in faith nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven by the wind and toss. God has delivered his part. I like it when in the book of Daniel, the Bible said, The day you started praying the answer was delivered. Most of the time the answer is delivered but what we have not learned to do is to engage with the enemy because sometimes what you are dealing or you are asking for is not what is holding it to ransom is not God. God has delivered this bit of the day. but there is a force somewhere, demonic force somewhere that is holding it to ransom. And you don't need an angel to come because the Holy Ghost lives in the inside of you. He said, behold, I give you power and authority over serpents and scorpions. So you address it. Every demon holding my job, every demon holding my promotion, every demon holding my health, this man, I command you out of my body. Clear of the path. Am I communicating? Now, that's how you assess your personal desires and expectations in God. You shall not lose out again. Satan will not beat you to it again. Because we don't understand these things and we pray and we don't get the things we are beginning to doubt. When we say prayer expectation, you are not even sure. But this time you have a testimony. Thank him that he a God who answers prayer. Thank him that a God who answers prayer. Thank him. 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 We give you praise. We give you glory. Thank you, spirit of God. We bless you, we bless you, we bless you, we bless you, we bless you. In Jesus' precious name, Amen. he that answered by fire will answer you this week. Amen. He will answer you this month. Amen. In the name of Jesus, you will end with a glorious testimony. Amen. So it shall be in your life. So it shall be in your life.
0: Fuakwa has just placed in your hands the key for all-round victory. Success and limitless prosperity. To get a copy of this message and other messages as well as books by Pastor Fuakwa, please call 0540-122-670 or 0204-225-790 or email us at faithhousechapel at yahoo.com. Get interactive with Pastor Fuakwa on Facebook and Twitter. You can also visit our website at www.faithhousechapel.com Chapel.com for any other information. Fellowship with us this and every Sunday for our two English services: 6:30 a.m. first service, 8:45 a.m. second service, and on Wednesdays for our Word Encounter service at 6 o'clock p.m. at our church auditorium on the top floor of Nana Amma Ejakuma Plaza, opposite the Unity Oil Station, Santasi Roundabout, Kumase, Ghana. God richly bless you.